sports fans, and welcome to episode 69 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports, on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page, State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Episode 69, we're going to talk about another uh, lottery letting one of our Detroit teams down. And some rumors surrounding... Uh, Michigan's Juwan Howard um, in the NBA with a trade deadline next week Monday um, as I mean we're recording here on Tuesday it's going to be next week Monday um, we will do our very best to preview the, the trade deadline it's kind of a, a crapshoot at this point but we're going to do our best kind of some names that um, could be on the trade block and, and just kind of get our feel of, of what we think this trade deadline is going to be with um, being a COVID type season uh, we will have some fun with our King Kyle's Stanley Cup of questions. We're definitely gonna do that this week. It's not even a question, um, so be ready so for that one. We we're gonna do, yeah, week, we're we? yeah, we're gonna do that one live as well. So um, on the Facebook, so rejoin us uh, when we do that and maybe answer some of the questions as we go. We'll do our best to answer them. I am Sam Walter. With me today, we have Kyle Fossey, Micah Smith, and Ryan Walter. We're ready to drink some Michigan beer. We're ready, ready to talk some Michigan sports. We're ready to have a great time doing it. Um, <laughs> Kyle, how how was your weekend, buddy? We I feel like we haven't talked about our our lives here in a while. Well, it was a good weekend. Yeah, I think I told you, but the only mistake I made was buying a trampoline for my kids. <laughs> yeah, <Whoa. laughs> and uh, that's huge. Dunham's had one, like pretty good deal. Um, and trying to put that thing together Saturday afternoon in as hot as it was was just yeah. a huge mistake on my part. Yeah, well, so I remember when Ryan bought one. Do you have one still? He, I do, yeah. My he, kids love it. Though. Oh, I, I love it. I, they just plan it all the time. Well, yeah. I remember you yeah. telling me you, you like put it together, like yep. the springs, like stretching them out without the tool because you didn't realize what the tool I, was for. I didn't oh. even did have you the use tool, the, yeah. Oh, I used the tool. The tool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just did it by hand, and it was just oh. like every time that it would like – you know, compress back together. It, yeah. would, it would pinch my pinch. fingers and everything. So oh. it's like, <laughs> just, just power through. through. <laughs> oh man, that was a bad. I felt that Sunday, like even just like on my fingers from the tools. So yeah. I can't imagine what, it, yeah, that must've been bad. It's a good workout though. Yeah. Yeah. Mario, how was your weekend? Buddy? It was my last workout actually two years ago. That <laughs> yeah, was the last time I did it. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good family time. Good. Good. Ryan, anything special? Oh, um, I don't know. I can't remember. No. Nope. Sam, you went to a diaper party? Yeah, what did you do? Yeah, we had a diaper party. Micah was there. Micah put it on. We actually went golfing front for first first mm-hmm. time. And nice. I, I actually was teamed up with a, a Buckeye. Um, we got along really well. And we actually played real. We, so we did a two-man scramble. We shot yeah. par the whole time. Every single hole was par. Whoa, really? No birdies, no play? bogeys. Uh, it was Pigeon Hill, I think. P- Pigeon Creek. Pigeon, Pigeon Creek. So Where's it's like. It's uh, West Olive. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, you were all by me. You. Yeah. You didn't text um, me until like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the cool thing about that place, Ooh, yeah, exactly, yeah. is you can bring your own beer. So like they they yeah. don't sell any of the beer. You can just bring it out there. So. Oh really? Yeah. I they know, encourage it. County gets pretty loud. They encourage it. Yeah. 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 It was that, that was probably the, the high, that was really that fun. Nice. That was yeah. really fun do, doing the golfing and stuff like that. It was a good good group of guys. Um, but a couple things that happened sports-wise over the last couple of days, uh, just real quick, uh, Robbie Fabry for the Red Wings signed a 5.9 uh, two-year deal, basically. So 2.95, I believe, is what uh, the cap hit will be. Yes. Um, is, is that, an, is that an extension? <laughs> so he was going to be a free agent. I, be, I don't remember if he was unrestricted or restricted. I thought he was restricted. restricted. I think it yep. might have been restricted. Um, so he would have had first, the Red Wings would have had first opportunity anyways, but they re-signed him. Uh, got that got that done, which is good. Uh, no trade clause or anything like that. So 
Um, I think it was a good idea. I think it was a good signing. Not a ton of money, not long term, so it's not going to hurt you um, with the rebuild. So I, I think it was a really good signing. And I, I just wonder if Mantha's next, and I wonder why Mantha wasn't first. Um, but we'll He's see. definitely a restricted free agent. Restricted, okay. Yep. Good to know. So then uh, yesterday was kind of a, a big deal um, for, for the, another rumor that was going on. Uh, Juwan Howard. So I don't know. For the people that don't know who Adrian Wojnarowski is, he's an ESPN guy. He's the basically – he, he's who doesn't know you're not listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah, yeah I think yeah. everybody I just didn't want to offend informed. anybody like oh, I love that we're, we're open to we're state of Michigan it yeah. sounds like ESPN ever heard of it yeah like, <laughs> I'm not a big ESPN Woj, Woj probably not so this, let me tell you this little this little company in <laughs> I know you're familiar with state of my sports but let me tell you about Woj yeah <laughs> the ESPN yeah he's on the ESPN uh basically he came Woj. out with he tweeted um ESPN sources a possible NBA coaching candidate whose name is getting some traction within the front offices, Michigan coach Juwan Howard. Howard has an obviously strong resume as a player and later an assistant under Eric Spolstra. He interviewed for Lakers Cavs before taking the University of Michigan job. So that hit when when Wojnarowski says something like that, there's a little bit of traction to it. There's there's a little bit of truth to it. Whether yeah, he's on the inside. Um, he, he he knows it, and it, and it's they call it Woj bombs, right? Isn't that the kind Woj of the bombs. thing? Well, what is what does that report actually tell you though? All all it tells you is that his name has been brought up in inner yeah. conver- conversations with the league offices, it's, right? And he has a strong it's, resume. Yeah, we there you go. That. Yeah, That's exactly. A good point. He's a guy teams want. He it's, he's not saying that right. He's George- yeah. That's a good point. True. You know. So I'm, right. the, yeah, I mean, sorry, why are we bringing not, this up? This is, no, I'm just kidding. No, no I, I no, honestly, that, that's yeah. a really good point. I, I, I guess I didn't really dissect it the way I should have. Yeah. It was more, I heard it and people were talking about it. And it was well that, that the biggest news of the day. People yeah. were really excited and I get it. It quickly mean, turns into rumors, but yeah. it doesn't need to be there. That's not what the report was. The report can stand by itself. And what yeah. is it actually saying? It means that, you know, University of Michigan got something right. That's yeah. What, that's what it means. The hire. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Remember when they hired him and there was even Michigan fans being like, he doesn't have any. Me? Yeah, right here. I was one like, of them. Doesn't have any head coach experience. Doesn't like it. Like, who now, cares? Now he did like one season. Yeah. And, and now he's like, NBA, oh, like, he's I don't want to lose experience. him. I don't want to lose him. <laughs> yeah. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so, no, go ahead. What are you going to say? No. Right? What else do you got? All right. So, uh, Basically, Juwan Howard came out with a statement. He said there was a report of my name as a potential candidate for the NBA coaching opportunities where I am flattered and know it will more than likely happen again. I am not exploring, seeking, or listening. I am the head coach at the University of Michigan. I am blessed to be working at the greatest university in the world. I am blessed to be guiding a group of wonderful young men. We have goals, dreams, and championships to win. This is where my focus is. Okay, that's a lot of coach speak, in my opinion. It is. We're shutting this down, right? That's what we're doing. Well, after yeah, for, after for right now, what was just said. Yes. Oh, he, yeah. I don't he, think he's, he's going he to shut be shut it down. <laughs> he shut it yeah. down this yeah. year. It's not. It's think... not coach speak, though. I mean, he he literally said, "I am not exploring, seeking, or listening." Well, yeah. so did Al, uh, Saban one time. He Saban. said, "I'm not going right. to be. I'm not going to be able to coach." Well, before two, them, two that later, in the morning was... and was gone. Yes. That night. Exactly. Well, I mean, we expect that from him, though. Yeah, yeah that's that's, that's a good point. He's a different type of guy, allegedly. But Mike had but, a really good point leading up to this. I think that it's his, probably worth bringing up. His son is playing for Michigan. Yeah. He's not leaving. 
Yeah. It, it, that's that's so I, easy to see. This year, I agree. This, but I think I, I think as a Michigan fan, and look, I, I don't want just. Uh, so his son's going to be co- uh, playing for three or four years, right? He's he's not supposed to be a professional um, prospect, but what if he is? Then why do, why would Juwan Howard want to stay? And I don't think like I don't want to focus on on this year. I agree, this would be a silly year for him to jump. I don't think the rumors were true. I don't think he has focus on it. But what this does is it's like there, there's talk of him already year one after a pretty mundane year in a, in a lot of ways. He was yeah. very, I don't want to say unsuccessful because he did have those games, but like... It was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. Yeah. And I, I think that is what scares me long term. I don't want a coach that's four and done. I don't want a coach that's uh, trying to jumpstart a program because our, our program was already jump-started. I want a guy, I want my Tom Izzo is what I want. And I know, like, I'm not saying Juwan Howard is that because I think the, the no, coaching level is, that, yeah, but, but yeah. that's what I want. And if Juwan Howard isn't going to be that, you if, this, know that if this is yeah. a stepping stone for him, and, 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 and look, I'm not saying it is, I'm not putting words in his mouth, but if year one, we're already having this conversation, I am terrified of the next five years with him. Because if are we going to do this every single year, the same song and dance? When is it going to be, uh, You want a program when is he going to be sick of it? I want a program oh, guy. That's not a program guy. That's <laughs> I don't think he is either. Yeah. Could it, I? I think he's in for a, a good haul, but I, he says, and no, it will it will more than likely happen. Yeah. So I think he was talking about again, like it will happen again type thing. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But like, do we want that? What does that do to recruits? Well, Look at what he just. He, so and, and not not only to mention um, what we want him to be, but then look at the fact that. Look what he just went through. He just busted his butt to get these two top prospects, right? Lost both of them. One of them to the G League and one of them to, was it Arizona State? Yes. Why would he want to continue to do that? Why would he bust his butt to go? I think he believes in it. But, but, pump the brakes. Who else has been gaining traction from the college world for the last four years? Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I know. And it he's sucks. going to the NFL. That. He's Tom going Tom to the Izzo. NFL. Tom Izzo, Izzo has been thing. yeah in rumors for years. He passed up the Cavs job. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he has many times, yeah. you know, <laughs> NBA careers. I think okay, your concern is valid because we don't know what he is yet. We don't know if he's a lifer where he is going back to his school where he was the Fab Five and he was this big right. huge guy there. But he spent so such a long career in the NBA. You could also see how he wants to succeed at the highest level with grown men, because that might be yeah. where he spent more of his time. But if he falls in love, and this and this is what we don't know yet, but if he falls in love with teaching and teaching kids at a young age and kind of shaping them into their next part of their career and allowing them to be the stepping stone, that he could fall in love with that too. Sure. That's that you know, that's true. why that's Coach K point. didn't leave. That's why right. it wasn't left because they focus on the kids. He should talk to Beeline. Re- really yeah, quick, right. really <laughs> quick before we, perfect out there. Yeah. Quick before we end this bit, though, Mike Workema, I'm, I, I love that you guys brought up Izzo because he said Izzo started it. The rumor. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I, I think so, there's someone out there that's starting those rumors about Harbaugh every oh, single yeah. year. It's just that's me. Yep. I'm going to start the rumors of Ryan Day every single episode. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Day is looking to go to the pros. Yeah. Did you know that? He interviewed with uh, yeah. the Browns. Yeah. Did he really? Well, he's interested. Yeah. 
Yeah. But he's not interested. Well, he said he wanted to go, <laughs> but he wasn't sure if they wanted him. He said yeah, he's absolutely exactly. going, it's but it very, might be coached. Very, very <laughs> crazy. He's actually, he, said, he, he said he won't be back, but that might just be coached. Yeah, we don't know. He's actually <laughs> talking about um, transferring as well. So, like, he's a coach in the Big Ten, can't coach football right now. He's trans- He wants to transfer to the SEC as well. Oh, so, if there's an SEC yeah. job available. Actually, he, that makes sense. He threw yeah. his name into the trans. He's in the transfer portal, I, I believe. I see why he's in the I transfer portal. I actually would do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Him. All right. Well, before Florida. we before yes. we start any break any more um, news and have some great, I don't want to throw my sources under the bus or anything. So yeah, um, I realize we <laughs> lost all of our credibility. Now. We do this week to week. <laughs> Ryan Day going pro. Um, Kyle, what are you drinking over there, buddy? Man, I got. Uh, I think you picked this out for me, right? Uh, Ciciliano's picked it out for us. Oh. Actually, before we introduce our beer grades, thank you for that reminder <laughs> for episode 69. Um, I want to remind everyone to of uh, the partner that we have here at uh, State of My Sports um, podcast, uh, Ciciliano's Market. Ciciliano's Market is simply the best beer store in West Michigan, conveniently conveniently located on Lake Michigan Drive right you between pull that Grant, word out between GVSU's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids wherever you live in West Michigan it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer whether you knew whatever you know what you want going in or need some help from their expert staff Siciliano's Market is the best place for it they not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack they also have specialty wine spirits ciders coffee tea tobacco cigars and siciliano's market also offers the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in west michigan we are very excited to have siciliano's market on board and it is who we visit to help us choose our michigan beer for each and every episode Please check them out and let them know we sent you, Kyle. I apologize for interrupting you. No, you're good. Um, I was going to say, I like this is called, it's from Brew Detroit, which is a little different. It's not like Detroit Brewery or yeah. something. Brewery. It's Brew Detroit, which I kind of like. Uh, the can is simple, but I really like it. It's nice looking. Right? Isn't that kind of? Yeah. yeah. It's called Pils. Uh, it's a German style Pilsner dry hopped with, and I'm going to let Ryan help me here. Saffer? Why do you? Why don't you think I could do it? Well, Saffir. I'm going to go Saffir. Yeah. yeah. Sapphire. Okay. Actually, the point I asked him and then kind of said it, so I didn't end up looking like you. Um, so and I then, wish he looked like me. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Um, so and then I think they saw our story and they reached out to us to let us know. And I don't know how many people are, are familiar with Brew Detroit. I've definitely heard of them, but um, they seem to. I don't know if it's that prominent mm. over here. No, I, I don't know if I've ever even had it. Okay, they have. I think they have a couple of signature beers. So they have. They are re-releasing a hundred barrel batch of Pineapple Cloud nineteen, which that could be very interesting. Yeah, we got to try some of that. And again, I wish I would have read this live because uh, it really made me chuckle. Uh, they're also doing a hundred barrel batch of Big Tuba, which is a double New England IPA, at the end of September. But then they're also releasing even bigger Tuba. <laughs> So, well, Which is a triple <laughs> New England IPA. Oh my God! That's Holy a big smokes. tuba. That's a big tuba, and even a big tuba, and an even bigger tuba. I've never seen that big of a tuba. <laughs> so, very interesting. Yeah, we appreciate them reaching out and uh, letting us know that. I think well, that's, yeah, that's good. We're good all for kind us. of New England IPA guys. <laughs> yeah. So. Now they have a, a double and a triple. So, so now if they yeah. want to give some to us, I would love that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Send it on over. We'd love to have it. All right. Who's next? <laughs> Kyle, you decide. Uh, Mike is next. All right. Mike Workman says. 
Sam needs to finish a beer before he reads that next time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I haven't finished any beer yet. <laughs> Mike, believe it or not, that makes it worse. <laughs> uh, tonight I'm drinking from Ordock Brewing Company Reclamation IPA. Uh, seven percenter, and it says what water wants to be. I, you know, I would want to be a beer if I were water. It's a great. Point, I've never you know, of that. Uh, well, actually, like that. back in the day, I'd like to be rain. I think you'd get day. a really good view. <laughs> you've you've spent time thinking about this, haven't you? <laughs> no, I just thought oh, of that. Okay. So, I'd like to be a raindrop. Yeah, you'll come down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you crash into the yeah. <laughs> basically in between really two oceans, <laughs> where the two a- oceans meet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doing some male watching. <laughs> Best of, for sure, forever going to be part of the best of. So Reclamation is a balanced mid-coast IPA built with an onslaught of Michigan and Pacific Northwest hops tamed by a slight malt backbone. They've got Cascade, Chinook, and Columbus hops. I'm not down with the Columbus hops. I mean, by name, I get naturally. It. Depends so. on where, I understand what you're saying. Which Columbus. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, maybe it's a different Columbus. Yeah. All right, Micah, tell, tell us who's next. Well, uh... Let's go with Ryan. All right. Tonight I am drinking Rogue River Brown Ale from uh, Rockford Brewing Company. And uh, so you guys all said, you know, we're, we're all the IPA. Not me. It's the brown ale. This is kind of my style, 6.5%. Um, this is actually an award-winning beer, a 2015 and 2017 bronze medalist at the beer festival. Which one? I don't know. American Beer Festival. <laughs> There you Which go. One? What's I mean, it's so, it it's, the stamp is so small. I was trying to read it. This is this is so far. This is really good. It's kind of right up my alley, and um, I I don't think I've really had a Rockford Brewing Company I don't beer know that I have either. Yeah, on the on the podcast at least. So this is good to get them out there. That's strange because we're not far from Rockford. Yeah, yeah, and they have good beer too. Sure. I am drinking Sam from, from New yeah, Holland uh, Brewing Company <laughs> Hazy River. So they they've been hyping this beer for. Several months, I feel like. It's a cool can. It's a really nice-looking can. I mean, yeah, New England-style IPA, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I love I love those beers. Those are really important. So that's what I'm drinking. I don't have a whole lot of information. Uh, small batch, it, sound, it says, brewed and canned in Holland, Michigan. So, um, Is this is this experimental? They're, they're just going to see how this goes? I don't know. What? I, I feel like they kind of had to. Um, everybody's doing the, the... It's the first hazy, right? Yeah. I think it is. They've done it so. juicy, but this is their first hazy, like, New England style, I believe. So, um, Mike, do we have any comments that, that we wanted to bring up here? No, not really. Are we on site somewhere next week? Yeah, we are. Where are we going to be? You're not trying to say that? So, no, no, that's cool. So, yeah, we're actually going to be at Arvon Brewing Company uh, next week. We're going to be recording Micah. live there. Oh, Micah we, keeps his pants yeah, on. He's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> never seen him dance six so to much. Midnight. He's six to midnight yeah, since I brought that up. Um yeah, so a couple comments here. Uh, Bob Cairn said it brings appeal to Michigan, and it takes time to create an institution. So, and the, oh, look, and then we got Todd, who who you guys met. Oh, um, with, with Juan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Todd brought up, what, what does modal mean? What does that mean? Does anybody know what that I, means? Mogul? Modal. I think he meant to type modello. 
Oh, Medello. Oh, he said, Micah, be careful. That chair is dangerous because he broke it last, <laughs> last week. Wait, That's I'm right. sitting on a broken chair. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. And then uh, Carrie mentioned, uh, love that, uh, like the quote of what water wants to be. She thought that was really creative. Yeah, but that should be a I segment. I thought that was really good. That I like that. a full that. segment. Right. It's like, it's like philosophical. Yeah. Like, like, you know. This could get really deep. It could get huh. deep, but it won't. Wow. No. No, I'm going to cut before we get too you, deep. You know? We, we went straight to male watching. Like, for, yeah. later, so. for a high school teacher, Mr. J is pretty bad at spelling. He tried spelling my name and ended up with Modell. Oh, jeez. Oh, Go. Dreams were crushed once again as Detroit's fans. Fans. Do you expect it now? Oh yeah, all I the mean, time. Yeah, every, every time. single time. The only the only one you don't expect it to happen is baseball, right? <laughs> because there's no lottery. Well, yeah. NFL too. It's like, yeah, both of those those are my favorite lotteries. <laughs> right. Do you know how many times I just want touching on last week's episode real quick? Yeah. I had no idea there were that many rounds in a major league baseball. That was crazy, isn't it? I thought about that every day from last week until now. <laughs> Did you? Your mind. At least once a day. Like you said, forty rounds, right? Oh, 40, Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, forty rounds. Yeah. Whoa, it's a lot of yeah, rounds. It's a lot of rounds. All right. Well, what we're talking about is the NBA uh, lottery results, which do not have forty rounds. No, correct. No, correct. does um, not. I think it's only two rounds now. Is it two, two rounds? ML, yep. Or 60, NBA sixty total picks. So the, the Pistons uh, had the quote-unquote fifth best odds of gaining the, the top pick, um, but their best odds were to drop two spots. Right. They had the best odds of picking seventh overall. Yeah. So that was the – yeah, so what do they have? 26.7% chance of, of uh, seventh, yeah. seventh overall, right? Yeah. Yes. And that's exactly where they landed. That's exactly open to, to the Red Wings as well. It's like, yeah, their odds are the best to win the first overall pick, but – uh, their their personal odds are better to fall into um, fourth seed, which they did. So um, we look. At, I don't know where to go from here. I I don't like the lottery. I, I like the lottery system, but I don't like how it's executed. And I think I brought that up enough, where I don't want to get into that a whole lot too much or too much more because it's. It, 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 it is what it is. The the Pistons landed where they should have, according to the numbers. Um, the Red Wings landed where they should have, according to the numbers, which tells me that you're, the numbers are wrong. It's weighed incorrectly and unfairly. Um, and I'm not yeah. just saying it as, as a Red Wings fan. I'm not well, saying NHL it as a Pistons fan. Way worse, though. It was. But, I mean. It, it actually looks just, like the same kind of. Th- they I think the NBA modeled it after the NHL. That, yeah. That's what it looks like right here. Yeah, maybe. But, I, I, you know, the, the biggest problem, the reason this is such a hard pill to swallow is the Pistons were the worst team in the league once they started trading everybody away. They got rid of yeah. Drummond. They got rid of everybody. And the difference between the – and we talked about this on the podcast, but the difference between the two the two seed or the second best odds and then up to number, like, seven, they were separated by, like, two games. Yeah. I mean, so, it so was So Minnesota, who, right. who ends up winning the lottery, they moved up two spots. So they had the third best odds. I think it was a half a game. Yeah. So we were a half a game from being that third seed. And, and, and scoring it. big. We would have got it for sure. Yeah, of course. The Pistons always get it. Um, because Just because I'm saying, like, the, they would have lost pretty much every single game. Well, that's mm-hmm. the thing. They were sliding down at that point for a, a while. 
You yeah. know, they had the worst record in the in the league for 15, 20 games before that. Yeah. Right. So they yeah. they were and they had no chance with the talent on the team <laughs> no. and the injuries and everything else. They had no chance of competing. This team would have fallen to a top three overall pick easily. Yeah. And if it's, not it, higher. And then so. Well, the, so the season gets stopped. We don't come back and play the the rest of the games of the rest of the season in the in the bubble. Yep. And and then we get we drop two more spots. So it's like it's it's even a bigger slap in the face. It just really sucks. Quick question: Does the NBA have uh, compensatory picks? I don't believe so. No, no. they don't. What? No, they nope. should. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, the I, rosters are no, so enough players. small. Yeah. yeah, there's not enough talented players. Like most of these second round picks aren't don't make rosters even. Mm. In a lot of ways, a lot of them don't, um, and and I don't. Yeah, you you don't get the same. Um, one player can make such a big difference in the NBA, and you just don't get that with the NFL with the MLB. So so they're they're allowing teams to stock up on these draft picks, and you just don't get us that kind of a scenario in basketball very often. The Celtics had it the last probably five years where they have pick after pick after pick with competitive teams. And yeah. and you just don't get that in you know in most sports. The I thing guess. that the thing that the NBA does well without the uh, com, what was the word com, com, uh, compensatory compensatory pick, um, they they have the sign and trade and the max deals, and I think that that benefits the teams that um, will lose their 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 star players uh, to free agency instead of losing them to free agency and getting nothing. A lot of them are sign and trades where you get. You sign them for their max deal that they can get, and then it's already agreed to trade to, let's say, the Lakers for X, Y, and Z player, Z, Y, and X draft pick. So it's kind of like they they protect the teams that are going to lose their quote-unquote star player that they've developed um, with that. So I think uh, (laughs) compensation – I cannot say that word right now. I want to hear you try Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) I always – compensation pick. That's what I – that's not the right – That's what I want to say every time. You can compensatory say that pick. Compensatory. Wow, he did it. Compensatory pick. Um, that's nice. why they don't have it because they don't they don't need it. And a com- compensatory pick isn't going to fall. Isn't isn't going to benefit because where do you fit that in? Do you fit that in at the end of the first round? You're still yeah, not going to get know. a whole lot of value. So that's what um, I mean. You're not filling other I, rosters. I get what it. I get. What you're saying, it's just, but they protect it in other ways. To, until they don't until have the to. G League becomes more and more, which it is, which it's it should bigger and bigger. But until the G League is a legitimate minor league system, right. where they where the the entire team uh, belongs to the parent company or the parent team, it's not it's not going to do them any benefit to have those yeah. extra picks. All right, so so we're at seven. It is what it is. Unless we trade up, which I don't see a way to do that. All right, so we just trade we just talked what? about trade for what? well, we just talked about how this you know the Pistons got screwed with this whole thing. <laughs> but on the bright side, if there's any year that this is going to be okay and you're going to find value. Other than the top pick or the top three, yeah. this is the year. There, there is no consensus. Number one, number one. There's yeah. no consensus. Top five. There's really, no consensus. Ha- top yeah. three. So the way that so I pull up Tankathonby just because it's easy to look at. So their their first tier is are are four players. Like that's your top your top tier is, is four. You got the t- tier two, which is five through eight, and then it's the rest. Yeah, but basically, but even but even so Tankathon's. Top tier, two of them are not in most of other people's top tiers. One. Yeah, I hadn't seen this one before. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't agree that Lamelo Ball is even the the for sure number one. Yeah, I think I think Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and um, James Wiseman are the three yeah. highest valued. 
players on right. the board. Can, Other teams can fall in love with somebody else because there's plenty of talent to and go I think around that here. Will happen. Yeah, yeah I do yeah. too. And, and I don't think you can really even yeah, there you go. like the the big board is like it's so. Like it's, nobody knows really. There's no Zion Williams. So, in but this but year. like Correct. in this in this case, like who can we hope for at if seven? I, I tell you what, if if Anthony Edwards is there at seven, <laughs> that's your guy. That's I, who I want. I don't think he's I wanted to be in the top four to get that guy personally. I don't All right, think there's so any chance he's there. It, Anthony Edwards and Lamella Ball, both of them. Neither one of them will will be at number seven. No, guaranteed, a hundred percent. They are probably the only two players out of the whole field that will not drop that far. Okay. Yep. Now James Wiseman, who's the center that played for Memphis, he only played three games because he had the the issues with the NCAA and the violations and collecting money or extra yeah. benefits, whatever yeah. it was. With Penny Hardaway, actually, the head yeah. coach at Memphis, <laughs> one of my favorite players of all time. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this kid is. Seven footer, he's got like a seven foot six inch wingspan, Wing, yeah. and I okay. mean, and he is he is talented as all get out, and he's super athletic. Yeah. There are questions if he can play out on the perimeter and, yeah. and shoot three. I mean, who cares? This guy's going to be a stud. I really think he's uh, in that top tier, right. but because he only played three games in college, and there were some question marks going in with you know his motor and other other things, he could slide. I don't think it will happen. But that's, I think, the the Pistons' best scenario here is that uh, James Wiseman falls to them at seven. Is that I'm not who saying we really I think. want though? Like, I, and I don't want to put you on the spot of who you want necessarily. Like, because I, I I'm not saying he like if he fell to seven, that that's a really tough player to, to pass up. But like, I I just I go back to the the uh, Griffin Drummond experiment that went poorly. And I feel like you're just basically trying to restart that in a lot of ways. And I, I'm not saying Wiseman's like Drummond. I don't think I've seen Wiseman enough to understand if if they are similar players. But I hear tall center that might not be able to play the perimeter. Well, that didn't work so well the yeah, first time around. Totally I, that scares different, me a totally little bit. Totally different player than yeah. Drummond, though. Okay. Yep. Totally right. different. This no, guy's an know. athletic freak. Athletic, yeah. All yeah. right. No, that's really good to Quick know Quick feet. Right. Yeah. I think I could see him going number one. He could. I, I don't think he will because of the Timberwolves. I mean, they've got Carl Anthony Towns. That's, okay. So yep. I really, I really. Another think, team he could. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Anthony Edwards is going to go number one uh, because because he's just the best fit there. Yeah. I don't think they want to take the ball out of Carl um, Anthony Towns' hands, and right. and so the Lamelo Ball isn't the best fit either. No. It, well, and they and they have um, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. So two two reasons why I don't think they're going to go with Lamelo, and I think. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Aunt Edwards is the easy choice for number one overall this year for Minnesota. I agree. All right, so who you got for the Pistons then, Ryan? Yeah, so for the Pistons, I think there's two different options here. Um, another great scenario would be if the other big center would fall, and that's I'm not even going to try for his name, but it's uh, Emeka or Emeya Oken. Okongu. Yeah, so anyways, he's from USC. He'd be great to fall. I don't think he's going to slip either. So I'll get to the real players here. Killian Hayes is a, a left-handed point guard from, I think he's playing in the German League, right? Or is this France? France. Fran- so he's playing in the French League, and he is he has been talented for maybe the last three years on the pro scene over there. And he's only 19 years old. France. In France, and he has he's been kind of killing it over there. He's he's a, a starting to be a superstar level player, and he only gets twenty six minutes a game, 
but he's but he's averaging you know 13 points roughly six assists so he sees the floor he passes he doesn't have elite level athleticism and so that's the knock on him right but you can't use like you were just saying before that, like you can't just use his numbers either. No, you, know you know really I mean? can't. Like, he's not playing that many. Yeah, and it's it, different style over there it in is. Europe. Yeah. So, but but you, it's starting. You, to, it looks like it's translating well. Well, and I was going to say, you look at some of the guys, you know, like Luca, Luca. you know, coming over. These these guys are not. They're, they're used to really really good basketball. So Luca's the best player in the NBA right now. Arguably, yeah. LeBron. No, seriously, no. He, he, <laughs> no you I, could I, argue. I'll say it. LeBron. Yeah. I mean, you're talking. I I'm love talking that stats and what he's doing. Like, yeah. But these guys are getting are getting molded by the European basketball style, and it and it's working it's great for the great. yes for the yeah. NBA, and, are, and that's good to see. Are we past those days of like the Darko days where that haunted us so bad we don't want international players, we, and and we're more? I've thought of that. Are we afraid to take another Darko? Yeah. yeah. Another, so so you know, no, nothing. Was, no, no, nothing right? against Siku. Oh, yeah. good point. Nothing against Siku. Though, yeah. Well, I mean, but, he's but, but but I wanted to ask: Are we past that? Because I would say be. so. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I think we need to be. I think yeah. I I think the way that the NBA is going um, wasn't uh, the Greek freak. He didn't play in college, did he? Yeah, he was he was Giannis? a foreign yeah foreign guy yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, Giannis. Uh, you got Luca. So two two of the best players in the league yeah. are from overseas. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so, there's plenty of examples why we don't have to be afraid of that. And yeah. and really, the ones that don't work out end up being. Because of the physical stature of the yeah. person, like they never developed like they thought, and they just stayed skinny their whole life. Yeah, I, I think I think um, him, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, which is another big point guard, and he's out of Iowa State. Another option there. I hope Obi Toppin from uh, Dayton falls too. That would be a good one. And yeah. then one last player that I want to bring up, Isaac Okora or Okoro, who's a uh, out of Auburn. He yeah. is he is a. I think he's a really, really good athlete, and he's got a really good jump shot too. I, point guard is our biggest need. Yeah, we need somebody to take the ball and and hold on to the ball for as long as they can. But these other options could be out there, and do we do that right now? We're so far away from having a good team, so yeah. I think that we have time to pick some other pieces and then worry about point guard when the right one f- comes. Yeah, Ten. no, I, I don't disagree with it. So before before we we sign off, I want Kyle and Ryan to basically give me. Who you would take if if things fall fall into place here? So you brought up some names that you would that you think would be available. Which one out of those would you like the most? Real quick. I mean, it, realistic. Does, realistically, so if yeah. Obi Toppin falls, I want him. But realistically, I don't think it's happening. All right, I'm going to go with Killian Hayes. All right, Kyle. Guard. Um, I'm going to say just so I don't say the same thing. If those two both aren't available, um. I want Anthony Edwards. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> really quick. Uh, I think they go Isaac Okoro then. Okay, really so like Tankathon, their mock draft, yeah. they have Okoro going to the Pistons. And, I would, they, and they have Toppin going after to the Knicks. I would I would like Okoro. If Toppin's there, I want him. a little fun today with King Kyle's Stanley Cup of questions but before we do I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe for some of the best beer in West Michigan the family friendly atmosphere is perfect for whatever you have going on and if you mention say to my sports you get a nice little discount um, whatever your beer of choice is we are sure the Hops will have something that you like 
just just as much, if not more. Uh, you can also carry out a six-pack of their Double Dry Hopped New England IPA Seven Secrets or the Beer of the Summer Stand Delicious, which Seven. is their incredible Secret. juicy IPA that is packed not with mosaic more. hops to create notes of pineapple, citrus, and citrus. It is oh. soft on the palate and has just enough bitterness to pull you back in for another sip. The Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery state of my sports for 2020. So please check them out and let them know we sent you. So we, we're going to have a good time. So I don't know how this is going to go. We're on Facebook Live. We're going to try to just answer these questions. And, and, Micah, this is really important for you to just be on on, yeah. on the, the comments as much just as possible. interrupt yep. so Sam at Interrupt me at any point. I, I won't yell at you uh, between segments for doing that. Um, like he does the rest of us. Oh, like I yeah, no do kidding. like all the time. You guys I will know gladly me. gladly interrupt that. I'm just a mean person. That's fine. <laughs> so Kyle, just you, this is you, buddy. Take this over. Is, it's been a long time, right? Take over. This has been months a since long before time. my hiatus, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we can't do King's Kyle a couple of questions without you. <laughs> I feel like I offered to call <laughs> in and do it, but that's fine. <laughs> Did you? Um, all right. Well, let's let's get this show on the road here. What what do we got? Well, Hopefully, people got, are are streaming into the. Streaming is that the right up here? Real quick, before I am I winning the? Am I still w- ahead in the NHL one? We all have two teams left. Every really? single one of us has two teams left. Oh, so yeah. even Stevens, it's all that. even. Yeah. You, so and you and I were having a strong streak, and then it got cut down really yeah, good. Yeah, really I think quick. I had two. Te- I had two playing each other, or two or three playing each other. Yeah, I think you did. I think yeah. my two teams. So I have the Avs and the Stars left. Um, I think you have Vancouver. Yes, and Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Yep. Ryan has Tampa the Wings in, in Tampa, yeah. Dallas. Yeah. I don't know. Did I no, say you heard him? The Wings. <laughs> I was like, are you no, high? you have Dallas. I don't have are Dallas. You, high? you said I had Dallas. Yeah, yeah. You have Dallas. Micah has the Islanders and Boston. Boston. Ugh. Boston. Boston's yeah. tearing the it up. Town. I hate Boston. Right, oh, so do, do, I. do I have to do some sort of dumb pick as in music before I read these? Or just yeah, that? <laughs> that's a great idea. No, because <laughs> Sam can't going. do it, so you don't have Ooh, to. All right, we're going to start off. We're going to go in here. All right, we got some it's questions here. So how, do, people, how does this work? Are we just answering your question? Yeah, yes. so this is for us to, to answer. I for, just don't even for remember. Yeah, maybe watchers, people don't even know. It, yeah. Watchers and, and, and listeners the pick is to in. get to know us do, a little bit. Yeah, if they don't know, basically I dominated the college football thing so badly. Thank you for the backstory. That I... <laughs> that I was, I think I declared myself King Kyle. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I think you did. So, <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like something that I would just <laughs> anoint you. Well, we'll check tape. Okay, <laughs> uh, if you could donate one million dollars to any charity, oh, oh, which one would you choose? To any charity? Any charity. One million dollars to any charity. What would it be? Oh, I know. Is State of My Sports a charity? Or no? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, all, nice. we're running a not-for-profit. I know yeah, that. You know, I, I just realized I actually don't know many charities. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Oh, you would if you thought. Uh, the, oh, f- f- somebody else go. I'm going to look I, it up. I, honestly, I'm going to give a lame answer. I don't know if it's going to be lame or well, super like lo- Christian. Local yeah. church. But I would give it to my church. Church. There you go. Yep. You can't go wrong with that one. I'm going to give two since you guys are stalling and Sam is apparently on Ooh. text or Googling. <laughs> Um, That's a good one. I would go number one. I love uh, Wounded Warrior. <gasps> number two, very nice. Uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, which is not a charity, but it is technically a not-for-profit. So, so my would, wife, she mentioned Invisible Children. That is a really good one. That is, or like GWOT or um, R Mission, which is the the child trafficking 
one. Holy I would cow. love. I would love to do that. There's so you many. Guys are, can we split yeah. it? Can we split this? Like, no, it has to be one like charity. all to one charity. One charity. I just broke my own rule, but I am King Kyle, so I can. Break <laughs> you my you are allowed <laughs> to do that. I would go with some kind of uh, ch- child trafficking. I think right yeah. now, um, but also I, I would be interested in, in the Autism Family Network, sure. which is uh, my owner, the owner of the company that I work for. Um, it's his charity with his wife. So oh, beautiful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, guy. I I kind of agree with you guys. I'm thinking child trafficking yeah. or or probably something to do with military families. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think those I, are giddy up. That's a good good question. Okay, question two. Ooh, is it more important? This will be a quick one. All I want is a one word answer. No more. Okay. Let's see if Sam can do it. Yeah, that's why I looked at him <laughs> as I said it. Is it more important to be book smart? Or street smart. Street smart. That was two words. You're out. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> one word. <laughs> street. Sorry. Okay. I I like sh- this is rigged. I, from the maybe beginning. I shouldn't have asked for one word. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Is it that hyphen- was so it good. Hyphenated on the street. Oh, it's hyphenated on the card. So I'm just saying street. Street. <laughs> street smart. I would street. never just say street. Street. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't. We wouldn't I don't talk sound like very that smart street. when I say that, but. I would say, st- wait, I'm not the only one answering this, right? right. I, I mean, I think everybody No, agrees, we're moving right? on. Street. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Booksmart is so overrated. Street. It is. Yeah, it I agree. Is. Especially these books these days. But kids, <laughs> it's read. overrated. Learn yeah. to read. <laughs> Learn to read. Actually, that's, to probably mom the, and dad. that's probably the most important thing, right? Like, <laughs> right. if you can read, you're probably good. Yeah. yeah I'm getting some right. crap here. Those too many words, Ryan. Oh, sorry. Okay. Would you be... I love this. Okay. Sam, I want you to answer this one first. Oh, of course, yeah. Would you be likely... To survive alone in the wilderness, <laughs> zero chance. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> zero chance. Right, this. Have you guys seen the TV show Alone? No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. Oh, it's great. Or yeah. like even like Survivor <laughs> Man. Or did you ever yes. watch that? It's yeah, really yeah. fun yeah. to turn on Netflix in my house with air conditioning. And, and watch somebody else suffer. Fridge, yeah, fridge full of food. That's alone, man. You watch somebody <laughs> else suffer through the elements. That's <laughs> right, what yeah. it is. That's it's why enjoyable. I like it. No, I. Mike, I you think I, you're surviving? I, I think I could. Chance. It just depends on how long. <laughs> I think you'd have. I think you. I think you two would both have some survival. I. I would. De- I would I, love no to do it. Actually, you. that sounds like a shot. Kind of. Yeah. I would actually love okay, to try. Take it. But I think I would have to prep for it first because I know yeah. nothing about like. You can't prep foot, for it. Footprints or scat or like any kind of like food in right. that grows from the it, ground. It just depends yeah. on how long. Yeah. No, that's true. That's 100, true. 100 days. Give him twenty four hours. He's thinking about it like that's not long. It's a yeah. long time. It, oh, it is. Go watch yeah. alone. You'll yeah. Fi- you'll find yeah, I don't out. think I could do that. What is your most memorable meal ever? One single meal, one date, one time, one. Now the easy one, I'm gonna get out of the way. Oof. It's my wedding. Really? It was delicious. I don't even know if it's true. It's probably not. Don't tell me. Were wife. you hammered? <laughs> but I don't want any of you to be able to say that. Is that a rule <laughs> of this show? <laughs> this show, it's your show, man. Yeah. That's a rule. You just made a rule. Yeah, right. Wait, I'm making the rules. Don't try that. I didn't. The most memorable single meal. It's tough. Don't make your mother mad. Okay, I've I've got one. So, Bologna, Italy. It was with like a big time. Yeah, no It was with Parmesan risotto with. Have you ever been to black truffle? I have actually. Yeah, a few times. With black truffles in it. And it was, I can't even describe how good, I actually went back to the same restaurant at a different time I was in Italy than another You've time. You've been there twice? Well, more than twice, yeah. <laughs> so, but it, and it wasn't as good. Cut this guy off. And it wasn't as good, but but I also had a, a breaded veal along with that, Ooh. with the Parmesan risotto, with the truffles. We got to get to Bologna. Can we do a live, live podcast there? <laughs> do they have Michigan beer? 
Well, I'll bring it if you'll get us there. <laughs> it's so good. Like I, I, I took pictures of it. I don't even. I don't take pictures of my food. <laughs> right. But the wine too. There's like a local wine to go with oh, it. Oh yeah. Ooh. That sounds. Sam, I, I honestly have no idea. Um, yeah. I, I, you I, can't I, think of one meal, Micah. Anything? Or? No, I really. Yeah. So. Can't. I, I was going to say Ruth's Chris. Because I, I do have good food there, and I'm sure people would go, it's a chain, and no, you can't no, say that. That's good. No, it's really good food. But my wife just reminded me that when we went down to Nashville quite a few years ago, we were wined and dined by the chef at this restaurant, Ooh. and it's called Etch. Isn't that what everybody goes is at restaurants? What? Doesn't everybody get wined and dined by the chef at a restaurant? No, by by the chef that usually cooks for the referees and the coaches at the Super Bowl. It's a bad uh, attempt at humor. I it was. Part, no, it I really thought oh. that the chef makes the food, right? Well, of course he does, but that's not what Mike. <clears throat> no, that's means. the sous chef. So, the sous chef makes the food. Oh, there you go. Not, all right, all right, not the head chef. <laughs> so, Carrie, Carrie's friend's uh, boyfriend is the chef of this restaurant down there. And so we, we really got the treatment, which was really, really cool. And it was kind of a, it was a, it was a tapas. Okay. Tapas. Yeah. Top, okay. Excuse me. Tapas. Ooh, didn't mean to step on Ryan's toes, but he's very ethnic so, and world so we, travel-y. So I had, I had some <laughs> lamb. We, we, I mean, we were, we were trying different dishes for hours. Yeah. It was really, Ooh. really good. What was the restaurant called? It was called Etch. 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 So if you go there, give it a shot. Etch. It's a I very nice restaurant. Is that, is that, close, that sounds phenomenal. Close to the yeah. strip or no? Uh, I want to say it's just off the strip, honestly. Nah, it's the best food. Yeah, It's good. Right. Quick, Another quick one. All right. <laughs> we need a few of these. <laughs> what language would you like to fluently speak? For Sam, it's English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. And moving on. That would be nice. That, that would really nice. help uh, with podcasts. <laughs> I would say... I would, would say, help our brand. Geez. I would say French. French? Yeah. Oui, oui. German. German. Does Dutch. that mean you too? No, Dutch for me. No. Oh, Dutch. Because my family also... Like yes. the, no, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It's just such an angry language. Mm. Dutch? Yeah. <laughs> They're always so angry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who do you think is the most... Oh, this could get a little testy. Who do you think is the most inspirational person alive today? Oh. Trump. <laughs> inspirational? Whoa. Really? Yeah, I love Trump. Yeah. I'm not afraid to admit it. Trump's the best. I'm in. I'll go for two. <laughs> you go for two? Yeah. Inspiration. I mean, if we were if we were doing that, I think I would go number three. Maybe Trump Junior. <laughs> that was a great speech, by the way. It was. That was he killed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's I didn't it. realize we we're going political with this. I didn't know either. I, that's, why, that's why I said this could get. Yeah, I, I love it. Testy. I love me yeah, some Trump. That's so right word, right? I'm not between Trump. us, just between us and right. listeners, maybe. <laughs> yes, yeah. Just give him a chance, guys. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah. Right. Just listen to what he says. I think that's an easy got. choice, though. I think so too. At the same time. And there's a lot of inspirational people out there. There are. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I think Lance Armstrong, <laughs> he overcame all of that, uh, those lies and everything. And <laughs> yeah, he's done an amazing. And he job. finally admitted it. Bouncing back, back, said bouncing yes, back from that. all those <laughs> lies. Yeah. Yeah. Micah, do you have one? I don't know. Right away, my 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 brain goes musical. So I, NF. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have a specific a one. Specific I just one? there. There's Prince. 
There's a lot of musicians. Very overrated, by the way. I completely agree. I wish I would have brought him up during an overrated. I felt like that should have been mentioned. You know what? You're right. That should have been. I was very disappointed with myself when I heard Purple Rain the other day. I was like, this is the worst song by the most overrated musician of all time. Well, I mean, Madonna, I was okay <laughs> yeah, with that pick. But, but I don't like, know how I missed that one. Madonna is the reigning champion. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we, let's right, do two let's, more. Let's two do more, more quick ones if we can. We'll hit on one for Micah because you just brought up music, and this is the question I just pulled out. So you got to go first. If you could have front row seats to any concert, who would you see? Easy. Yeah. Rush. Rush. Yeah. Yep. Drummer. He's well, he died. not alive. <laughs> he died. Oh, is he? Is he really? Yeah, he passed away. Neil Peart is dead. Ryan, do you have How one? Dare you guys? Uh, I would say um, I'm, I'm just trying to think of his name because I Harry always Styles? forget. No, no, oh. it'd be uh, what's his name? The dude who did the Super Bowl back in like 15. Bruno Mars. Bruno, Bruno Mars. Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars would be excellent. I think that's a really good one. Yep. Best um, halftime show. I don't think One era. Direction Absolutely. would be good. I think feel like it'd be really uncomfortable, surrounded by a lot of 14 year old girls. Yeah. That's not kind of my scene. That's not so, your scene. Yeah. yeah. As much as I would enjoy the, the music, as much as I would enjoy the music, the I don't think I would in- be comfortable there. So no, you'd be uncomfortable. Um, so who is it? Uh, Journey. Journey. Ooh. Very yeah. Cool. yeah. Very cool. Good pick. I think it'd be cool. All right, this is the last one. It could be a long question. I'm going to cut the question short. What was it? What was Wait, your did pick? Go. Did you yeah, have one? Kyle? What in the world? Oh, King Kyle, Kyle doesn't have to answer. Kyle, King Kyle well, doesn't uh, have to answer if he doesn't uh, want to. You answer. have to answer. Right now, I'm very fickle with music. I jump around way too much. Oh, I, you like jump around? Who just, does that song? Just nail it right jump now. Around. Around Zach Brown band. <laughs> jump around. Really? Zach, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick with them right now. All right. Yeah. Okay. So this is a long. It could be a long question. We're gonna narrow this to one thing. One thing. Okay. The question is this: What's on your bucket list? So give me if you got a bucket list, you got something got to be done. Just one thing off of it, though. Oh boy, I I think I would like I I want to go like I'm <clears throat> I'm not a good golfer. I'm not. Sure. But I would love to golf like Pebble Beach or something like that. Like one of the, like the high end, like uh, Augusta or something like that. Like for some reason, that's always Legit. stood out to me of something that I would love to do. Yeah. And I would probably be that terrible be and so people fun. would hate me. I would need like the course to myself because I would have 950,000 <laughs> people behind me like, get this guy off the course. Or can I pass through or it's something like that. Really, it's a really good like, answer. Golf would, be, well, yeah. golf would be mine. Like I think I would say Pebble Beach. Are we not doing more than one answer? Just one. Pebble Beach. Oh, okay. Mine, uh, I, I want a motorhome or um, <laughs> you. You have RV. talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 To travel around with. Just travel all over the place. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Kyle. Okay. This is a real weird one. I think Sam knows this. I don't know if you guys really know this, but I, like I like aviation a lot. On Emirates, they have what's called no, sorry, it's Ithiad. They have what's called the apartment. So it is a it is on an A380 Airbus, and they only do it on really long flights, but it's a full apartment. So you have like a 14-hour flight, 12-hour flight, whatever, but you have like a bedroom, and you have a living room, and you have a bathroom that you can shower in and all this stuff, and it's like to fly New York to Abu Dhabi is like $25,000. So really, you're probably Whoa. just better off taking a private jet at that point. Right, but yeah. But like it's red cut. Like you have your own butler, you have your own all that. Like oh I my do that. gosh, that'd be sweet. That would yeah. That'd Sign really me cool. up. You know what? I'm there. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be so fun. Yeah, it's a, a it's a king bed. We can share it. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you have one? 
I do have some comments that yeah. I can read that, to go back. Mike is right. Back Honestly, to, so, it's, uh, it's tough to narrow down. Yeah, had, how, yeah, how long do we have? Because I, I would have yeah, like 15 yeah. of my bucket list items. I have, tra- I have uh, been traveling. racking my brain. So we had a comment fit. that said, basically, I want that. Like she, her, it was sorry, but I'm trying to protect you here. Um, <laughs> skydiving was mentioned. Uh, yeah. We had Bruno Mars mentioned as well. So a uh, lot of agreements here. Um, and then as soon as uh, so it's the person that said so it was Carrie that said skydiving. As soon as you explained what what year those, she goes, yeah. never mind. That's mine. So. T- Carrie, look that up. Yeah, the, that I, sounds amazing. No, I'm sorry. It's not called the apartment. It's called the residence, I believe. The residence. And if he had I, how do you spell it? E I T H. Yeah, I eighty. Uh, yeah, eighty. Yeah, I don't know. I can't um, speak English. Yeah, well, that's your own. That's your <laughs> own. <deal>. True. <laughs> <laughs> you guys try reading all this stuff when you're a few beers in. <laughs> I'm asking. All right, Mike. Sorry, I, so, I cut you off, but I was no. You're good. Comments. So, I think skydiving, but to go off on a on, on a limb here, to be able to be certified in skydiving and just go skydiving at my own will. Ooh. Would like, oh, love sure, it. Sure, sure. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty awesome, yeah. The sun goes down, the stars come out, and all I comes is here and now. My universe will never be the same. I'm glad you came. We're going to talk some Detroit Tigers. We're not going to bore you guys with stats. We're not going to bore you guys with... Who's good and Casey yep. Mize? Yeah, but I've got all these all these stats. You guys say means me, yeah, me, Boy, you guys. Yeah, so we're, we're just we're, so the trade deadline is already here, pr- pretty much. Yeah, so wow, it's crazy, it's like it? six days away as as we're sitting here recording. Uh, it's next week Wednesday or wow Monday uh, Monday eight thirty one. So it's August thirty first. Currently, Tigers, I think, are two or three games back out of the playoffs. Blah blah blah. I don't want that to be a focus. I want. To, I just really want to like figure out where the Tigers are at. Can they do anything other than sell? And then figure out who who. Just let's just talk about it. Like, where do we think this trade line that line's gonna go? Because I don't see a whole lot of people that are gonna be buying in, in this point. But um, I mean, to, to kind of start us off, um, is, is there anything? That they can do, and I'll just I'll just focus this on Ryan. Really, is there anything they can do to you to make you want to buy at the deadline? No, absolutely not. All right, I completely agree. Can I jump in as an impartial Yankee <laughs> yeah. fan? That Ryan is correct. Yeah, it just doesn't. I, I don't need to explain that one. <laughs> no, there. you it, don't. It doesn't make any sense to. Um, but I feel like Sam was a little bit like. No, I. I mean, two weeks ago, I, I was to. on the bandwagon right, yeah. here. Look, our uh, prospects coming up—that—that's the same as us buying. Let's see, see what we got. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's kind yeah. of the buying for the Tigers. Is like, and and sorry, I don't want to go off on that yet. But no, right. Casey Mize. Look, I'm telling you guys, he needs to command his fastball. And if he doesn't have command of his fastball, you're going to see what happened in start number two. Yeah. If he does command his fastball, you're going to see start number one. You should move him to the Yankees. You would love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, he would. He'd yeah. be your best pitcher. Yeah, of course, I would. Well, in, in no, second, third best pitcher. Third. 
And Scoobo, though, you saw his stuff. He's got, he's got, he's the got stuff. legit stuff, right? He really does. On the left side. I like, I, he, it, he calmed down and started The number numbers two. aren't pretty, but it's not just their their fault. They're literally battling their butts off because their defense is absolutely terrible. Behind yeah, them. that's true. Casey Mize those had two zero starts, support. Holy smokes. Like, they just absolutely destroyed them and, by, by that. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking and Candelario. Candelario is a big alone. part with that. At first yeah, base, he's he terrible at first. Brutal. Terrible at first. He, he yeah, thinks he like he just he's almost taking balls at second base. Uh, doesn't want to get into it. But anyways, all right. <laughs> anyways, so there's no reason to buy. In my head, that means that is every reason to sell. I don't want to stand pat. You do one or the other. In my opinion, I don't think standing pat's the, the right decision either. Um, mainly because like, what's the point? You have expiring contracts. We'll get into the, some of the names here soon. But like, if you have anything of value. And I think time will tell here the way that this trade deadline is going to go. It's really just a crapshoot. Nobody knows the way it is um, going to roll. But it's like if you have anything of value, if you ta- if you if anybody is calling you here, it, it's intriguing, right? Like you're you uh, should be selling. Not obviously you're not going to be trading prospects. You're not going to be trading any of the pieces. But there are names out there that I think are intriguing, and there are names out there that I think could bring a just as good of a return as we've seen in the past, like which isn't a good thing, but it's better than nothing in my opinion. Cough, cough. You can't trust Alavila, and we'll end it there. Well, yeah, so I don't think you end it there because I think look, the, we're the fact that he has had bad trades in the past doesn't mean he shouldn't try again. Well, and and there, really? this, there's nothing wrong with trading guys. It depends on who you're trading that Mike, are one and like, dones. Yeah, exactly. So if you're talking about Jonathan Scope, of course you want him <laughs> traded. He's not part of the long term plan. So if you get nothing out of him. Then he's then what's the hurt? You just got some prospects that didn't work out, but yeah. at least you gave it a shot. Same thing with Austin Romine, and you can even start getting into the Joe Jimenez and and Buck Farmer side of the thing. You know the roles too. These guys are dispe- dispendable. Is that is that a word? Expendable. Expendable. Dispendable. Yeah. I was thinking like a uh, dispense. Like hand sand. <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. Hand yeah. sanitizer. No. Dispense. Dispense. Anyways. But yeah, no, go keep going. Yeah, I mean, look, the the whole point of signing Jonathan Scope is for him to have a bounce back year, to put up numbers and to get traded at the deadline. At the deadline, yep. and then and then you bring in whatever you can get for him. It doesn't matter if it's a haul, a good haul, or yeah. or even a bad one. You're you're trying to get other people Anything. because because it's a one and or maybe two year contract. If you can turn an expiring contract into Anything. Six years of control between two different players, that's a great thing. And then later when you're putting I don't when you're care making what trades, the player's name well, is. Well, and then later when you're making trades, that's your that's your player to be named later. One yes. of those other guys that yep. you just acquired for a no name. Yep. You know? I, I completely agree it, with you there. So I and, of course we want to get these guys traded. The real question mark with this, and it actually makes it a little intriguing too, is the rule basically that you can only trade people in the sixty man roster. Yes. And that's, that's huge. Yeah. I, I think that is is what's going to cause teams not trade to not trade. I agree at, at this deadline because, I mean, a lot of a lot of these teams put in their high end prospects on this sixty man roster, if you will, or taxi squad. And look, you're not going to be moving top prospects for this year. I, I'm truly convinced of it. Unless you're getting, let's say, a Francisco Lindor or something like that. If if someone goes out and bids a crap ton for for that type of player, yeah, you're going to give up a top prospect. But for what we're looking at in Detroit, you're like you're going to be getting bottom of the barrel, you know, top 15-ish prospects that are literally just not doing anything right now. Yeah, you like, would, you would need you would need somebody to get 
really desperate for scope or for Austin and, I, and I'm not seeing that. And I, I think I don't that either. was the, the key. Um, I, I was hoping more for arms um, to, that, that are getting desperate. Like in, in going into this this COVID season, I was like, man, if Boyd could have a hot start um, and Yankees have an injury. Yeah, well, that hey, didn't happen. here is Boyd. Yeah, neither one of them have really happened. Um, well, Yankees well, the Yankees have, have injuries, but not, in, not with the pitchers, <laughs> right? Um, but I mean, there's judges n- back this week. There are no, there, there, there aren't any teams that I think are desperate enough to take the players that we have to offer. Um, does that mean we're not going to be able to trade Romine or Scope? I, n- not necessarily. I, I think that can still be done if you're willing to take a bad deal. Do you want to trade my opinion. Boyd? I would, I would trade Boyd at this point. I think yeah. he's your best chip. I think at least. I, I think. I mean, outside of the top prospects, I think he's proven. Well, yeah, it, it, he's it, proven it enough that I think he's good. I yeah. think. Um, he looked, I think he, he looked would good f- in his last. He start. would fit. Mm-hmm. He would fit a, a really good rotation. I think uh, the Astros, for example, and I don't know if they're buying or not. I think he would fit really well in, in that rotation, especially without Verlander, um, and, and see it like set, settle him in in the fourth or fifth spot. I think he could. Turn into a pretty good starter down the stretch for them. Yeah, that's but true. W- you're not going to get anything of value from them, I, I don't think. Um, for giving up a Boyd, it, it, and I, I feel like Boyd's a, a, a name that I would I would look at the return and be like, okay, was it worth it? Because I yeah. I, I think you could hold on to him into next year, and you could might get more, or he could have a bounce back year, and he's he's actually a piece for for this rotation. Um, I don't want to give him up for crap. Yeah. But where I look really look at giving up anything, it's scope and and Romine. They're on expiring deals. Get anything. Get crap for them. And they're, and they're get playing literally the, anything. The best baseball on the team yeah. from the offensive side. Yeah, yeah. scope homered again today, which yeah. is great. Like I think it's the seventh. I want to say maybe. I think fifth, fourth, fourth or fifth. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I seventh, could be fourth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's in like two eighty five with point. five home runs, <laughs> which for the Tigers is like your. Best of all time. Yeah, but, I mean, right. every, every other team, it's like you're pretty average. Yeah. yeah. But if you, if you, again, if you come back to the teams that are trying to make a push, and they have an injury coming up here, or they they just have that one, we're talking nationally too, because they just need an extra bat to fill that DH spot. Yeah. Yeah. It it could happen with with a Jonathan Scope, but I agree. I don't think, I don't, you know, with a guy like Matthew Boyd, we we wanted a pretty good return for him, and you would typically get typically get that with a group of a collection of prospects and players. And that would include really, really young guys like a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old return that would be in your single-A system. Those guys aren't on the 60-man roster. Yeah, they're not there. They're not available you to be traded. Can't be tra- yeah, you can't trade for those so guys. So I, d- I just don't see that kind of a trade happening. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I like that might be to the advantage of a guy like Avila who's who's struggled to get good returns in, in trades. It's like... Hey, you want this guy? Sorry, you have to give me one of the, one of the guys on your six man roster. Like, yeah, you have and he a, will do a, it's better a, than all the others. Yeah, yeah, A, B, and C prospect that's not playing well. Sorry, you can't trade him. So that just puts that yeah, gives me no, the leverage. But you it know might what? Actually, be good for him. it. Might <laughs> be, honestly, yeah. What you guys are saying right but, now. But you yeah. know what? We also uh, we can we can knock Avila on a lot of these trades all we want because I'm I'm not saying he's been a genius with the trades. But, you know, this trade with the Cubs at the time d- was not looking very good. And we got Isaac Paredes out of it. We were seeing the impact in Detroit right now with him. Candelario, I know he's not he's not my favorite guy. I really don't even really like him that much. But he's hitting 270, 280, and he's shown a little bit of improvement over the last couple of weeks. So, the, I mean, some of these trades that we've knocked him for, the young guys have stepped up and they've actually performed. 
and they've, yeah. turned, they've turned into some decent prospects. But they're not the high-end guys that I think so, we deserved with, with what we gave up. And it's, I, it's I agree not with good you. Enough. But it's looking better. I agree I, with I you. Agree I mean, we gave up Verlander, we gave up J.D. Martinez, Martinez, and we gave up some really high-end guys. Yeah. We should have gotten more, absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, this isn't as bad maybe as, as we originally thought. Yeah, we can pick and choose. The J.D. Martinez, I, I don't care what you say, it's the worst trade yeah. I've ever seen. But yeah. The, two weeks before the, the deadline. Worst trade four in weeks. MLB history. Four, four weeks, four weeks out of the deadline. Yeah, you're pre- oh, uh, yeah. So I, I, I look. And Verlander at this, had a six ERA at the time. Yeah, I look at this deadline as get anything you can for the expiring contracts, but make sure you get something of value um, if you're going to trade something else. I would rather hold on to these guys that you have control over um, for another year or an off season or all, whatever whatever it comes in uh, and turns into. Every like you never know. But you don't want to give up these these type of players that you have control over um, that are already playing in the big leagues, in my opinion. But I also look at these these names, and it's like you could open up roster spots. I, I think giving up Romine, um, not only if you get a return, but it's, it opens up a roster spot for, for let's say, a, a Rogers, a Jake Rogers. Look, I know he looked terrible last year, but he's on the taxi squad. Call him up. Give him another shot. Give him a chance. You open up an infield position. For, for someone else to come in and just try. Get a taste of, of someone that's on the taxi squad that's either doing really well or that you just want to get another look at. Like, I I think that's where you look at the opportunity. It's not necessarily just the return and trading them for, for value, but trading them just so you can move on from them yeah, we, now we're, we're still rather in, than the end of the year. Yeah, we're still in asset collection mode. Yeah. And so we're, we're not past that part. You know, you look at the White Sox – and I, I'll get through this really quick. I don't think we need to be on this too much longer. But, you know, the White Sox have done this where they've had multiple top prospects coming out with their bats. And then when they're already in con- contributing and they're all t- turned into studs pretty much, now they've got their veterans that they kept there, the mix of, of the Jose Abreu, and then add an Edwin Encarnacion. Yep. And now their lineup looks so dangerous. So are we at that point where we need to hold on to these veteran guys? No, we're not there yet. Give, so, it, give it two years. Yeah, so I did want to talk, uh, read Avila's comments. So basically he said, uh, we're in a position where we're still trying to win as many games oh, that's as false. we can. I, um, I mean, we'd love, we'd love to be in a playoffs uh, this year, and obviously we're going to uh, make some efforts to get there. Uh, but at the same time, we can't lose sight of the future. We can't be short-sighted. We've got to make sure that we do that. What we do today helps us moving, helps us move along uh, next year and the following year, and so on. And I, I I hear that. Look, I feel like it's GM speak, but at the same time, I he take speak. I do yeah, love that. I love speak. that term. You're right. Um, it's nice that he's actually saying the right things for once instead of putting his foot in his mouth. And I agree with him. I, mean, I the agree best, with him. The yeah. best way that we're going to win games is to bring up Scoobal and Mize at this point. Yeah. And so we've reached that point, and, we're, yeah, there's no reason to, to try to force something that isn't there with trades. All right, guys, it is time to grade our Michigan beers for episode 69. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone of a new partner with the State of My Sports podcast, Siciliano's Market. Siciliano's Market is simply the best beer store in West Michigan. 
Fact. It is located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between GVSU's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. It's a very good location, very tremendous location, I would say. Uh, wherever you live in West Michigan is worth the short drive and for what they have to it's offer. Huge. <laughs> Whether you know what you want or need some help from the expert staff, uh, Sicily Isles Market is the best place for you. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beer from across our great nation, they are also individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. It's the best. They also have specialty wine, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, cigars, a million other things that I'm not even going to list. Siciliano's Market also offers the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan, so if that's something you want to jump into and dive into, they've got you covered there as well. We are very excited to have them on board and it is who we go to to choose our Michigan beer for each and every episode. Please check them out. Support local. Let them know that State of My Sports sent you. Micah. What I, up? I felt like we had to talk because Sam was over here just distracting Kyle. What do you, what do you Very drink tonight, Micah? Whispering sweet nothings. I know. I he, no idea, like, when he's not talking, he gets into this like, like Morse code type of thing. We all have cell phones. Just shoot me a text <laughs> message and nobody will have to do literally this. literally talk. If I, just whisper into it. It could be a voice message. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I guess Micah's going yeah, first. Yeah. What do you got, Micah? Go first. Yeah. Uh, Ordock Brewing Company. I'm drinking Reclamation IPA, 7%, and it's got Cascade Chinook and Columbus Hops. Um, it's easy to drink. The, the, the flavor is very subtle. Um, it, it doesn't have a whole lot of bite like your 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 basic IPA, I would say. Uh, I'm going to go with a 7-7. Seven, seven. Very good. good. Very good. Kyle? Okay. You're up next? I am. So I have this what? Brew Detroit Pills. Okay. I'm not a huge Pilsner guy, right? Uh, but they have a number of beers coming out. And oh, I don't like giving high scores, but this is a very good beer. Ooh, really? This is going to be an 8-8. Eight, eight. Wow. Oh, Holy my gosh. Cow. Solid. Uh, this is probably the best Pilsner I've ever had in my life. Yeah, when yeah, you gave me a sip of it, and I I agree with you. It, it was the most flavorful Pilsner I've ever had. It has a ton of flavor. It doesn't seem watery. It doesn't seem um, things of that I always think of with a Pilsner, basically. But yeah. it also so, kind of stuck to what a Pilsner should it be. It does too. absolutely. It does. Which yeah. normally I'm like, eh. Uh, even when I saw that Sam, when he said, "What do you guys want?" and I said, "You pick," and he bought me a Pilsner. I thought. Good work, Sam. I hate you too. Uh, but, but, but that is not what but, happened. But, um, but they got these other beers coming out. Sorry, and what were we talking about? Pineapple Cloud Nineteen, and then Big Tuba, and even bigger Tuba. Uh, so Sam, next time you think this is Brew Detroit. This is Brew Detroit. Next time you think, what should I get, Kyle? I want to try those because yeah, we gotta get those. This is a phenomenal beer. What? I, what? Eight point eight. 8.8. That might be my, that's top three Ooh, or four for high me. High score. Yeah, that's a, that's a really high score for you. Yeah. I like it. No, it's good. Very good Pilsner. Good Pilsner. Yeah. Ryan, what are you drinking? I am drinking Rogue River Brown Ale from Rockford Brewing Company, uh, also located in Rockford. So that kind of worked out there that makes for sense. him. 
Yeah. It's like Brew Detroit. Right, exactly. That's yeah. kind of where I was going with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks thanks for saving me. <laughs> yeah. 6.5%. Um, very, very easy to drink. I think there's something about um, being, you know, a hot summer night that it, it wasn't what I was really looking for, I guess, tonight. But, yeah. I, but I was able to appreciate the beer. I hear that. I don't think of a of a brown ale on a hot summer. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, it was something that I kind of wanted to move away from, but uh, <laughs> under the right circumstances, I think I would I would really like this. I'm gonna give it a seven point eight. Because right, very that's very good, good beer. beer. I just didn't yeah. I just didn't want more. A winter beer, maybe. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I am drinking from New Holland uh, Brewing Company. Uh, their Hazy River. It's their first shot at a New England um, style IPA. Did we confirm that? Uh, yes, it okay. is. Yeah, it's they're double dry hopped and brewed entirely with Citra hops for the incredible tropical fruit nose is what they they have on their um, Pacific Northwest, right? Citra. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. We learned we learned something. That's um, the same thing I bring up every time for like <laughs> I learned something. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Pacific yeah. Northwest. Yeah, he writes home about Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth writing. It is. About. Uh, Shot at me. It's oh, a five. I didn't even hit me. It's a 5.9% alcohol by volume. I, I think this is a really good beer. Um, I'm going to go with a 7.7. Seven. Oh. It's solid. Um, mm. I've, I've had better New Englands, but I, I think it's it's good enough. That it, it, yeah. Seven, I'll be seven. honest. I thought you were going to go higher because I, I thought it was From very, the very taste good. I had of that yeah. too. I thought you were, t- but. Yeah. No, it makes sense though. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, it tastes really good, but I don't know. It's, it's my. It's, I'm just in a bad mood, so maybe that's why. That's maybe not I should have gone. Then. No, it's not fair. I'm in a bad mood too, but this is a fantastic pilsner. Yeah, that's right. But you know, I'll give it a seven-seven, and we'll try it again some other time. But go back now. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for recording. Always love you doing this with you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next Peace. week, if not sooner. Things go not